Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Luke. And me, Emma. And joining us once again is the illustrious D-Commentator, Dylan. I like that, illustrious. <laughs> Backed by popular demand. <laughs> yeah, yes. sure, if you want to believe that. Uh, but mm. we have brought Dylan back from his uh, run on The Ultimate Christmas Present last December to be here once again in the fine month of July. Uh, he, it's been exactly one year since he was on... For the first time, so yeah, it is it's, it's an anniversary in a way. With a similar theme as well. It's true. That's why uh, I picked had, this, was because yeah. it's similar themes of people going with their heart in a weird passion. And exactly. brutal dads. Yes. And, ge- and gender dads. norms. And fighting against yes. gender norms to pursue their weird passion. That's what I was that trying to true. say. That is true. That's Dylan, that's Dylan's forte, <laughs> I guess, as a straight white man. Uh, but... So we, in case you couldn't have guessed, we are here today to discuss uh, the classic film, Motor... I already messed it up. <laughs> we are here today to discuss the classic film, Motocross, from the fine, fine year of 2001. 2001. Crisp even though vintage. it kind of looks, it looks like 98, vintage. 99, but... A little bit. It is a crisp vintage. I'm <laughs> it is. Next. Excellent way of putting it. Uh, we normally would go into decom news, but we really don't have that much. They pretty much the only thing I can find is that they cast uh, Wade and Kim Possible, and we asked that if they were going to do that in the last episode, and they did. It's the kid from Raven's Home. End of news. I'm sure that's why they did it. Cause yeah. You- you yeah. recommended it. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we were like, they yeah. they got to put Wade in it. And then yeah. they, they were like, okay. So, yeah, that's the end of the news. Uh, let's just hop right into this movie. It's a rare, yeah. fast start for this podcast. So, we open on some sick motocross stunts. Okay, yeah. guys, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First yeah, of all, well, we, have, we also do opening thoughts. Top, all right. view, yeah. do that. top view before we jump into the first scene. Yeah. This movie was fucking incredible. <laughs> It's pretty. I, I, I liked it. I, I always love that. I, I, I like remember this movie. liking I it, but I didn't remember like beat for beat like the plot. Like I knew the basic plot. Though it's basically she's the man for th- our viewers at home and basically Twelfth Night. Night. It's both. They're both yeah. based off of Twelfth Night, so it's basically very similar. But I didn't remember a lot of like the exact mechanics of it. Mechanics. See what I did there. And, but it was, uh, I watched it last night and I was like, there's no way I'm going to, I just had just like, I took like a 5am flight from Chicago that morning and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to stay up and watch it. I started at like 10pm and I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to have to watch the rest today. I was riveted. It kept me <laughs> up like, it, like I had gotten an adrenaline shot. Like I. I don't know why I was so into it, but I really, truly was. I enjoyed this film as well. I had seen it before, but a long time ago. It was basically the same thing as The Ultimate Christmas Present, where I was like, I remembered certain things about it. And then, so I was still surprised by the movie. Like, there were certain things that they said, and I was like, I remember them saying that line. But uh, but no, I, I enjoyed this film pretty well myself. Yeah, I remembered it pretty well. And like, I it aged well. Like, yeah, I really like it. it. It's, uh, it's and it's good. like, it has plenty of like... As we'll talk about, you know, gender norms and mm-hmm, characters sure. pretend to be someone else, but there's also lighter moments of like Andy and her, you know, Andrew and her young, mom and, young, and, and some love triangles. And the young and, man finding out he's bisexual. Okay. Uh, Dude, I'm sorry <laughs> oh, though, but like that. this movie, you're so right. I, the minute they open their mouths, the first thing about like a women's role, and I was like, this is, movie is gonna age 
terribly. I was like, some like, but it actually didn't. I, I was surprised no. No, yeah, by yeah. how well it aged. Yeah, we should say it aged well in terms of still being enjoyable. It is 2001 to a fault in some oh, areas. Close. Yeah. I mean, hair. it literally it literally starts out of the gate with like Andrea cheerleading and you know Andy Prex and motocross and also, yeah. That's I mean, a- just at a base level, guys, there's at least three to four characters in this movie with frosted tips, so that should really place <laughs> yeah. you on the dateline. Um, and one thing I want to talk about up top before we get into this movie, because I want you guys to have a picture of the actors that we're working with here, because I will say this further in, um, I wanted these two people to bone so badly. <laughs> the two, okay. the, the girl and Who the guy. Who are we guy. talking about? The girl and Dean the guy. Andrea and Dean. Dean, Dean and, and Andy. Andy. I was so into them. Dean was so incredibly hot. But then I thought for a second, I was like, whoa, why do I want these two people to bone? Why do they look so old? I was like, normally when you're watching a Disney Channel original movie, you're not like, oh, this is like hot. They were 20 and like 23 when this movie was filmed. And she's allegedly playing, what, a 15-year-old or something 15. ridiculous? She, she, she can't, can't even, drive. She can't even drive. She yes. has to have uh... Although, like, I, I thought he looked a little he old. He looks she played my it, played age. Okay. When he took his shirt off, I was like, are we fucking... There's a lot going on in that porn. scene we need to But talk I did about. just want to let you know, guys, know before we jump in and we say some inappropriate things, especially regarding the river <laughs> swim scene, they were like yes. both in their 20s, so it's pretty fine. Or maybe she was 19 okay. and he was 23, but it's all above board. Even though in the movie, Jimmy's driving her because she doesn't uh, even have a permit, Jimmy. apparently. Okay, well, all right, well, we're going to get into all that, but okay. let's start talking about the movie. So, we open on sick motocross stunts intercut with cheerleading yes <laughs> which i made me think for a second did i accidentally put in gotta kick it up no wait there's motocross we're fine but also like weird 1950s cheerleading where she's wearing like a large sweater yes. instead of a uniform <laughs> like a lumpy they're sweater also like performing yes. on like a raised stage it's like, like a it's competition it was strange. It's, it's weird. And then, you know, the title comes up, Motocross. I like the font they used. It's very, like, early 2000s. And then we see that the motocrosser is a boy being trained by his father. And uh, immediately we learn the father's a bit of a douchebag. I was going to uh, say, the yeah. father is a dick from the get. Literally, yeah. when the montage ends, he's, like, kind of being a dick to the son, but, like, not too big of a dick, but, like, still kind of a dick about, like, be- being better at racing. And then Andy and the mom could j- jump out of the car. Andy is the girl yeah. that was just chilling. And she's like, Dad, we won. There was, like, three, six other schools, and, like, we got first. And she, like, goes to show him and the brother her trophy, and he's mm-hmm. like, get this shit yeah. out <laughs> of here. The dad just didn't, like, Are you he not me? only didn't give, like, a fuck, he, he like, scowled. He, he was, was, like, actively not happy pissed. to he was actively Are you trying to tell me that you're trying to celebrate a sport that isn't motocross? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to bring into this? Are you trying to celebrate any accomplishment that is not motocross related? He immediately goes into like the sponsorship and money. And I was like, oh my God, this is the guy we're going to deal with. So the the dad is training the son because they've got this big tournament coming up. And if he wins, they get a guaranteed sponsorship with a big company. They really, really need it. The son has a twin sister named Andrea because the parents did that thing. Andrea, what's wrong with you? Andrea, yeah, Andrea. Who says Andrea? It's That's, Andrea. They say I've Andrea multiple times. 
Excuse me. Well, I you're wrong. Was, I, yeah, fine. I'm wrong. I didn't pay that close attention. But no, they don't say it. And do, how do you say? It? How are you? Saying? Andrea. Andrea. You pronounce that name. I've always heard it. Andrea. My aunt's name is Andrea. Lucas. I've always Lucas. Heard Andrea. You are. Uh, I, like, <laughs> but listen, if they said it, they don't because they say Andy. Do you know who would say uh, Andrea or something is Renee? That's how he would. Pronounce yeah, it. you if sound you like a Renee right now. Renee. Oh God, Renee. I don't want to talk about him yet. He's a whole thing. Uh, but so he has a twin sister. Uh, they don't say they're twins yet, but they pretty clearly are. Um, but yeah, so she, they roll up the trophy, and he's like, he's, hey, no, great he's job. Like is... mean. The dad's, like, mean. Well, no, like... I was saying the brother. Oh, the, the brother. brother. The brother. Yeah, because the, bro- the brother is very nice. Yeah, the brother's re- actually, I actually and, yeah. do really like how they did the brother. They didn't make the brother a dick No, I like movie. Andy a lot. They, they, they made it that the brother thinks his sister's really cool yeah. and, like, is behind her all the way. Because he's like, whoa, great uh, trophy, sis. Proud of you. And the dad's like, hey, hey, stay focused right now. We do not need this in our training no. your like our lives depend doesn't on even give tournament. his daughter a look also like no. they're like weird it's like weird and sad like the world almost like emotionally abused children they're like sorry dad like we just wanted to see the trophy like andy was just showing me the trophy <laughs> and i'm like why are you apologizing to him um and then we meet and we meet the mom as well she gets out of the car and they talk for a bit but then we meet the third child and I jason said, who's kid yes. genius inventor he, trope yes, yes i literally said the same thing mechanic kid <laughs> genius like trope because children know how to put machines because together. Because if there's a child, child under the age of nine in a decom, they will be able to build machines yes. that no or adult can build. Something. Or yes. hack or something. Spy. Yes, or spy. Or do science. Gadget genius. Yeah. Science. And he's like, his whole thing is he's trying to like break the world record for putting an engine together or something. It's not that important. That arc made no sense. Or reassembling no, no. an engine, it kind of comes to fruition at the end, and but it's still loose. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do, but they, they, whatever. He's fine. He's not that important to the plot, though. He's just kind of there. The only comment I will make about Jason, I don't know if you guys picked up, but like, every shirt he wears is way too big Huge. For him. Huge. Like, he is he is drowning in every shirt. Every shirt. But Dylan, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the late nineties, but that was a look. That was That's true, yeah. That that might have been a fashion choice by the DCOM costume department because it was okay, cool to I, be drowning in like long sleeve in like two long sleeve tees layered over each other at a certain point in the late nineties. Then Jason's killing and it. And I and okay. I know what you're thinking, audience, but didn't they say this came out in two thousand one? You, you listen, you clearly didn't understand the late 90s. The late 90s last until like at least 2003 yeah. on yeah, TV four, media. Yeah. Uh, but so then they all sit down to dinner and, you know, we get more of the dad saying about how important the motocross is. He's like, when I was out on the track, yeah. I'd wake up at dawn and then he I'd He was race literally and doing the like old man, like, like literal trope of like, when I was your age, I used to walk three miles in the <laughs> snow to school each day. But except it's about yeah. motocross. We also realized mm-hmm. in this conversation that he is quit his job and that's yeah. why the family is so desperate for this motocross thing because yeah we're gonna they're gonna make this explicitly clear in a second the main source of income for this family is motocross yes the main which is a crazy source, the idea only the only source the only source, the mom, yes. yes the only source no the dad has made it very clear his life and like he's clearly trying to relive his glory days because he didn't make it pro or get a sponsorship or something. The man has some demons. And something tells me it wasn't Andrew's choice for his dad to, like, quit he his li- he job. He literally says, Andrew, I don't want to force you to do things you don't want to do. And I was like, that's kind of what that's you're doing. That's exactly what you are doing. You want him to practice 24-7, you my quit dude. your job. Yeah, you, all, your entire financial future is riding on your dumbass 16-year-old kid or 15-year-old kid. 15! Yeah, he does make that clear, by the way, is the fact that he's a 15-year-old kid going up against professional motocross. Yeah. Yes. riders in this tournament 
and that's why he's so nervous. Also, we should make this clear up front. None of us know anything about okay. motocross. Okay, so. okay, <laughs> guys, guys. This was, I loved this movie. I ad- riveted up till midnight watching it last night. My one qualm. How did I watch an entire movie about motocross and still and know not learn anything nothing about, about, nothing about motocross? It. <laughs> and they would just no, bring yeah. up shit randomly, and I was like, what? They're like, she made it through the rhythm section. I'm like, what's the rhythm section? I didn't realize, I didn't realize, Luke, until the last five minutes of this fucking movie that Dean was in a different, like, class than her. The boyfriend. No, I did get that. Yeah. He oh, was yeah, yeah. Was I thought he was racing 250, against yeah. her this whole I no, that's well. That's another problem that we're gonna get what to. What do the second. classes mean? How old well, it's, is he? It's classes. It's, it's classes of bikes. I mean, it's how powerful the bike. Okay, is. so you already know more more about motocross than I do because I was in the weeds with that. Yeah, no, it's yeah. So we don't know anything about motocross, and I don't think this and they movie don't knows a lot about how to motocross. Explain it. They don't bother to no. explain again, a goddamn. We'll get into it later. It. There, there's no chance there's motocross in France, right? Or like, oh my god, I was gonna ask that you. That was the most We'll get We'll get there. We'll get. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to France in a I second. I know nothing about uh, sports, but I was like, Dylan and Luke might know, because I was like, there's no fucking way, right? The only thing I learned from watching this movie is that if this is an accurate depiction of motocross competitions, they are the most unorganized and unregulated well, sport in the no country. No shit! Because they, are, they play so much Calvin Ball with what you can and can't do in official motocross tournaments. Can you knock people baffled. off the track or no? Because I, it was No, cool I think you can. It's just, you have just to like, be able to. I, it like, may be frowned upon, but you I was going to say, there's a, yeah, we'll get there because there's some other stuff I want to bring up. We'll get there as the races. Well, let's actually get to a race. I just want to say really quick, I wish they had broken down the path to this cup a little more because even right here at this dinner table scene, in the scene we're currently in, the dad's talking Mm -hmm. about this cup and how all the money is riding on it and he's going to be coming. I wish they had just broken down like how many races you have to win to get the cup or like the point system slightly. And they make it seem like all these races are at the exact same location and track. Wouldn't you think there'd be like multiple weekends of races like well, the points for well, these well gets messed up <laughs> Uh, but so the, the mom immediately puts the kibosh on any motocross talk at the table and we get classic Disney Channel family saying grace because back then Disney wasn't I trying said, to hide that it was religious I, oriented. I, I, Luke, I literally wrote that down. I was like, do they say grace in newer decoms? I feel like I haven't seen no. this in a long time where no, they say pray. I, I didn't particularly. I literally wrote down. Are they praying? <laughs> yep. Like, I, no, I was like, what the hell? Well, we just watched Ring of Endless Light and they prayed before every yep. meal in that movie too, which was like same era. They did the same thing where they're like, let's say grace. And then someone says like five words and then they cut. Like they don't show too much of it because they don't want it on screen well, for they, that long. Yeah. I also think they, I also think they cut it because they don't want to like nail it into one specific like sect of Christianity or religion. Yeah. Like they're not going to do like the Our, Our Father. They're just like going to do some I generic guess. like prayer. So, yeah, generic. Right. Uh, but then we, so we go, into the uh, sister's room and she's you know got a teenage girl room she's got a ton of cheerleading trophies like she must also be really good at cheerleading like she's great at everything she's just got all natural athlete yeah. yeah also I don't know if you guys noticed this but as I I can't help my gift um, she's they clearly shot had to reshoot some scenes or shot certain things out of order because in this scene she's wearing a really terrible wig aka she had already cut the pixie Mm-hmm. And they had to put her in a wig for continuity to make it look like her hair was still long here. Well, and that's I did not notice that, but there is actually I did read something that said she, when she agreed to do this film, she thought they were going to put her in a wig, and then they were like, "Oh no, you have to actually, yeah, actually cut your hair this short." That is roofs, dude. And, they, and then they ended up having to make her a longer hair wig. Is hilarious to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But so yeah, they they just talk for a bit about you know 
like how good he's doing out of the course and he's like you know he did great at cheerleading again they have a nice relationship in this film and i i'm glad it's uh the way that they're portrayed then the mom comes in and is like oh by the way we're going into city tomorrow I wonder what father. city that is by what the way. city the are city. we Just where are city. we they are literally uh, they're they're definitely on the border of like california nevada okay but think. also or, or, or also, by like new mexico arizona uh, okay but also I, guys they filmed they filmed it in bumfuck california i know that oh yeah i didn't check the credits for where it was shot like i usually do but guys also at some point they're like the homeowners association is homeowners association is gonna kick us out in the neighborhood and like you guys live in a fucking neighborhood with the full yeah, motocross you guys, you guys have a whole motocross track. I'm like, what There's suburb is this? You have like 50 acres to yourself. I was you make shocked point. by that. I was like, where are you living? As they usual, s- we are in a situation of where are we? Yeah. Um. But so then the yeah mom says we're going to the city. And so they're like, noise. And then we cut to No, them. they say the famous last words, which if they, I wish there was a super cut. If I had time and editing skills, I would make a super cut of every time in Disney Channel shows or movies someone says, Try not to get into too much trouble while we're gone and watch your little brother. Those are, that's word for word what the mom says. And I was like, if I had Pretty a much. dollar for every time they use that <laughs> line. Uh, but then, yeah, so then they're like, huh, they're going to be gone all day. Noise. And they immediately cut to them both geared up to go motocross. Surprise, race. surprise. surprise. Andrew races too. Yeah. Mm. And Jason comes out and he's like, oh, you guys are going to race. Dad would be so mad. Yeah. And then it's like, well, they're not going to find out. And then he's like, fine, I'm not going to say anything. I'm useless to this film. And then, so they start racing and we get so much stunting. We also realize that her boots don't fit. She can't, she doesn't oh, yeah, have yeah. boots. Wait, wait, wait. That, that becomes a, a plot point. That becomes a plot point. I just big, that you're right. Big plot point. Big plot I point. feel like that scene like at the motocross store like went on for like 20 yeah, years we're gonna get there. We're, we'll get there uh, yeah but she says she's borrowing his boot his spare pair of boots because hers didn't fit anymore or whatever but they these new boots also don't fit and they like race for a while and then they stop and then she's like oh i can't Wait. shift right because you know the boots are so loose pause um i wanted to say really quickly about when you're saying there's so much stunt footage we're watching so many like obviously not the actors stunt riders mm-hmm. in helmets i think that's one of the reasons that they picked motocross for this movie because you can your faces and bodies completely obscured scared when i'm riding motocross um it's a great sport for stunt doubles and i think they just use like stock footage of like basically the same few stunts basically throughout all the bit. montages yeah. of the entire film yeah the, the thing that confuses me and again this is because i don't know anything about motocross <laughs> Is there is there an advantage to in a race doing uh, tricks, stunts? Tricks. Is there a trick like, score? Is that, that's is there, what I'm saying. No idea. Because no like idea. I feel like you're taking more time to do tricks. Like they'll go over hills and like lift their arms up and like lean the bike and a do the little way. kick in the back, where, like the wheel kicks out. But like Again, my point we is, don't know. I <laughs> would have loved. The, I feel like those stunt sequences or whatever they're showing me, like when they're doing tricks, those would have been so much more interesting to me had they spent two minutes explaining to me the rules of motocross. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but so yeah, they race for a bit. She complains about her shoes and that she can't uh, shift properly. And then freaking Andrew just bombs it hard. How did that happen? Why was that Andy's fault? He just goes flying. I thought the way this scene was gonna be was that like he would be the one with the boots that were wrong and that would cause his accident because he's not impaired in any way, shape, or form. No, that's riding. what I'm saying. He and just, what did no, Andy he, do to influence his fault? Nothing. He could have been there alone. She was like 20 feet away from him. He just like went yeah. flying That's literally what I put when the dad comes back and is like furious and like, you know, this would have happened if you weren't racing Andy. Like, 
He could have done that just by himself. Yes. Uh-huh. If anything, he's actually getting like competition, you know, for an actual race instead of just I, by I, himself. I, they try, they do try to bring this argument up, but they really don't hit it hard enough. But so, uh, yeah, he goes down. He's gripping his knee. He's like, ah, oh, and then we sm- hard cut to a hospital, uh, and you know. She's just sitting there, like, nervous, and Jason's like, do you think Dad's going to be mad? And she's like, absolutely. Then they come out of the back room, and the Dad's like, well, it's not broken, but what he's, was a, the point he's of on having crutches. his leg not be broken? Because it fully acts, he acts like it is broken. He's in, like, a full, like, brace, yeah. and his leg. Like, just break the leg at that point. Exactly, I agree. Break I feel like he I, comes back the, from the tear, injury. Tear the ACL, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, let's I, go I away or go fucking home. Like, why do we have this fake, like, halfway devastating injury? I think the reason they do it that way is because once she starts coming up with this plan, her plan is to switch places with Andrew, because he'll have healed by then, and if there was a break, he wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, that doesn't really come up ever again. But I think that's kind of why they didn't say breaking. It's just like yeah. you know, torn or whatever. And again, the dad's all pissed. Again, bringing up sponsorships and teams. I think yeah. the guy's just terrified he's going to actually have to go Back get a real work. job again. Provide for bit, your yeah. family, sir. Yeah. Stop this stupid pipe dream. But so uh, then they go home and like, well, I think I, I think this might be in the hospital. The dad is kind of like... Not yelling at her, but, you know, giving her, like, the disappointed tone. Even though this is in no shape, way, or form her fault. No. Yeah, and, nope. and, and Andrea even traps up to that. He's like, Andrea, how do you say it? Andrea. 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 I've literally never heard the name Andrea before Lucas. in my life. I've always heard of Andrea. <laughs> this is the funniest part of this podcast. We can just stop now. The fact that Luke thinks that's, that's how you say that name. And also, they say her full name multiple times in the movie, Luke. And they yeah, say Andrea. I've only ever heard the You're name literally Andrea. like, escape. Funny. Spelled just like the word escape. Like, you're putting a yeah. weird foreign flair on it that doesn't it exist. It sounds like, well, it sounds like you're saying it like Alexandria. Andrea, like that. Andrea. Like, Andrea is how I've always heard it. But so, yeah, the dad's like, kind I mean, give the whole disappointment talk, and Andrew's like, hey, it's not her fault. I could have hurt myself. I just fell. It's not like she pushed me or anything. And he's like, well, it wouldn't happen if you weren't out there horsing around. And like Dylan said, he was getting, and even Andrew says, like, oh, I was practicing. Like, you know, she was giving me real competition. And then he was like, I don't know how he waves that away. It's kind of bullcrap. No, anything <laughs> don't know related to like Andrea doing anything almost, the dad just doesn't give a shit. Right. Uh, but then, and he gets then, mad about it. He also just has no ground to stand on at certain points. I'm like, can he no. at least have a good motivation? He, They try and give him one towards the end, but it really doesn't work. Uh, he's just a massive sexist, which is not a motivation in my book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring up, yeah, sexist. He literally says, like, to Andrea, things a 15-year-old girl should be concentrating yeah, on. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're, yeah, that's in this scene. So they, they go home, and the dad's, like, getting his stuff together, and they're like... Oh, uh, where where are you going, Dad? And he's like, Europe. "Well, I'm going to your, I'm, I'm going, going to Europe. Europe." Yeah, yeah. This is the thing I noticed <laughs> is that I don't think these parents tell their kids anything because it's like, "Hey, we're going into the city tomorrow." Hey, I'm flying to Europe tonight. Short notice. I got all this thing together after your brother went to the hospital. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he needs to go to Europe and hopefully, fly, he says all the American writers are already signed with uh, companies or whatever. Uh, so I need to go to Europe, hopefully find a replacement writer for Andrew because we need to compete in this tournament because we need this contract, sponsorship, whatever. <laughs> and he doesn't want to have to go back to work. Yeah, exactly. And then Andy speaks up and she's like, well, hey, it's Carson racing. Yeah. Shouldn't Carson be on the bike? And then he's like, well, my son is hurt. Who Shuts else could that down. Yeah, yeah he's like, who like, else uh, possibly knows how to like, race? And she's like, I'll do it. And then he's like, no, uh, you should be concerned with things a 15-year-old girl should be should concerned be, yeah. with. And you know what? Here's the thing. 
I totally get if you don't want your 15 year old kid in a professional motocross race. That's a little right. young, but he's more than willing to sacrifice Andy and thinks he can oh, totally yeah. nail it. And that's why oh, this guy has no leg to stand easily. on. Yeah, the only thing, well, he has a leg, and then he, like, knocks it off under himself. Because at first I was like, okay, I do kind of get what he's saying, because, you know, it's a Andy, safety isn't, thing Andy and... isn't as trained yes. as Andrew is. Correct. She hasn't had as much experience, and this is a professional thing. I get that. But then he goes in with, like, well, no, you're a 15-year-old girl, yeah. so Also, she pass. was painting her nails here while, before he comes up, and I wrote yeah. down, like, wow, that green nail polish is heinous. Also, why are yes. they showing us this? And then I it actually play, like comes this. into play later, so it was not a Chekhov's gun. I liked it, too, but it at this point, I was like, why? I, I like that Andrea's, like, girly and tomboyish, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, she likes NSYNC well, and well, no, paints her yeah. nails, well, cheerleading. Well, I don't think I would call Blossom. her tomboyish just because she knows no, about No, I mean... But I think she just has a, has a unique interest. And, I, and and we should say, I don't know if her actress, like, does anything else after this. No, but I really, really like her actress. Her, no, her actress I liked job. Andrea. She was good. Her brother is actually worse than her. He's not a great emoter. He's just kind of saying his lines. Yeah, but she's she, she does good no, work. No, I think movie. she's great, and I thought the exact same thing. I looked it up. She hasn't really done a ton after this, but I thought she was actually really incredible. She really shines in the second half of this movie when she has to play a girl pretending to be a guy because I mm-hmm. think that's really hard to do. And make yeah. it, like, funny, and but also, like, convincing. I don't know. I thought she did mm-hmm. a good job with that, especially. She pulls it off very well. Um, but so the dad leaves for Europe. Ever, Andy's bye very bye. sad. Bye-bye. See ya. Spe- yeah. So I, was, I was like, of, get out of here. Well, speaking of bye-bye, uh, oh, she runs yes. in bye-bye, the bye. next scene, and she's like, oh, my gosh. My in-sync tickets came. I gotta call Kelly right now. She calls up. Everyone in the house is like, why are you screaming? And she's like, in-sync tickets. And she calls Kelly. She's like, oh my gosh, I got tickets. Fifth row. You have to come with me. And then the mom opens another piece of mail. And she's like, honey, I need the phone right now. She's like, oh, okay, what is it? I thought someone was dead. I thought someone was dead with the way the mom reacted. It's like, well, yeah. Well, keep in mind, Emma, this is their only source of income. And I don't know why I said this, because I think because the brother was in the room. But I had this thought, like, at this exact moment. I was like, who the fuck names their two kids Andrew and Andrea. That's the I same that name twice. And we kind of went past it. Yeah, well, it's, it's like that thing that TV wants you to think people do, which I don't think a lot of people actually do, which is when no. you have twins, you give them similar names. Nobody does that because it's yeah. stupid because you would never know, know. who you're talking to. But Especially if they're going to the call time. people Andy because that's a nickname for both. I think it's lazy. I think some of it is just the dad, like, all right, the boy's going to be Andrew, the girl, and Andy. Whatever. Yeah, we can't even like, think of another name. We don't have time. She, we have to get, we don't have time. We have to get this He's kid on a bike right now. <laughs> We gotta get him on a bike. We gotta get... What are you doing being bored? You gotta get out of the track. I was out there when I was still in utero, son. You gotta get out of there. But, like, first of all, that's stupid, but it's also very confusing as a viewer. I kept thinking, like, wait, what did they just say? Who are they talking to? But we see at the... But we see at the end. Yes, there's a point. Um, But so then... Andrew reads the thing and he's like, "Oh my gosh, they moved up the tournament two weeks." When Which would that is ever impossible. happen? They would never like, happen. If they, they zoom never. in on the letter and you see it say it's because of weather, but if you're gonna have to like you push change it the back, day, you push it back. You can't make people no. show yeah, up you, never. Never. early. Never. Well, what, this has never happened in the history of any like, event. You can't no. do that. No. Like there are travel plans that need to be made and stuff. Like you can't like no sporting 
anything would ever do that. No. It makes no sense, and it is only the first pockmark that the motocross racing professional circuit is horribly organized and regulated. Well, this is not the first time, first or last time we'll see how this um, apparently incredibly professional cup is run by what I can only assume is a Rottweiler, because it's <laughs> really terribly put together. It is. And so then she's, uh, the mom's trying to get into contact with the dad. She calls uh, the hotel he was staying at, but he she's like, oh, he must have left and uh, I can't get in contact with him to tell him that the thing's been moved up. And then Andy said, what about Telegram or FedEx? And I was like, you can send a Telegram in 2001? Yeah, wait, what? what? I was like, what year is it Telegram? The motocross competition has been moved up. Stop. Please come home <laughs> from here up as soon as possible. Stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, is I that still what a Telegram is in 2001? I, I, didn't, I didn't know a Telegram was anything in 2001. But uh, she's like, oh, well, I wouldn't know where to send it. So I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to sell our houses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So she tells the brother that she's like, listen, like, we don't have anybody to race. And if we don't race, we're screwed. I think I should just do it. And he's like, listen, you go out on that track. And every guy out there is going to just freaking destroy you. Which is because, true. Because, yeah, because and, and yeah, he knows that men are awful and are just going to try okay. and beat her specifically because... Uh, Agreed. Because she's a woman. But so he says, yeah, so everyone, guy is going to be like trying to take you out. And then she says, they'd have to keep up with me first. That was for the trailer. Her, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes. And then it cuts to her at a racetrack. Uh, this, I believe okay, that this is go. her home track. These dudes oh, okay. are 40. These dudes are 45 yeah, years old. They are grown yes. men. Grown yes. men. And she's supposed to be a 15-year-old like girl. Their pro- like past their prime yeah. grown men. That are still, like, kicking it. So she, like, they see her, like, take a sip of water or whatever with her long blonde hair. And, like, they realize they're about to race a 15-year-old girl. When Andy says this, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to try to beat her and just, like, smoke her on the track because she's a girl. And they don't want to get beaten by a girl. That would make sense. What I didn't see coming was that these men, their first instinct instinct would be to physically assault her. (laughs) (laughs) Would be to... Physically attack her and body slam a 15-year-old oh, girl yes. off the track. He did, he did not mean take her, like, gun for her in that beat her so they didn't lose no, to a girl. physically. He meant they are going to go after They are going person. to physically abuse an underage mm-hmm. woman. <laughs> and no. not even in a race, just on a home track practice run. And then after you do so, stop your bike in the middle of a practice run, race, whatever, and say, huh, chicks and then yeah, take off yes. and that's exactly what happens yes we also see that she still hasn't gotten boots that fit because she's an idiot and didn't think that she maybe could need those in this situation and then we see her sneak home with the race suit and the mom clearly sees it okay i did want to say for my musical theater fans out there i don't think i've gone a podcast without re- referencing some obscure musical theater thing i do think that this is just the plot of kinky boots in reverse if you remember guys that in kinky boots the whole thing is that they don't have boots that can support the weight of drag queens like high heel pretty heels and so they make them and i was like this is the plot <laughs> this is gonna be kinky boots reverse where there's not boots slender enough for her tiny girl feet for the motocross bike and then i thought Emma, you, Emma, you are on that the thinnest of guys, ice right now i thought <laughs> you then, are mr wait, fantastic wait, levels of wait, but then i thought i was like oh i know exactly where this is going they're not gonna make motocross boots enough for like the right size for her because she's a girl and then she's gonna like 
invent them and get an endorsement deal at the end. Like, I thought she was going to lose, but, like, she would really win because they'd get more money because she would invent motocross boots for her ladies. And Jimmy would Please help her sell them in her shop. The plot. Okay. That's... So, okay. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, the genius business partner that he is. He was just going to uh, sell them in the show. So, there's a lot that's dumb about what you just said. So much so that I think we just have to move on because I'm not ready to Nobody else all. thought that's where it was going, was that she was going to end that No! I thought she needed to buy some new boots! That's as far as I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to be really important. I did not think she was going to be a motocross boot inventor. And also, or, Emma, that would totally defeat the feminist message of this film. Well, she was still going to do good in the race. She no, just wasn't going to win. she still lost, but then her success came through her f- success at knowing footwear. We're moving on. I'm not doing this with you. So she gets her ass beat. Her mom sees her sneak the suit mm-hmm. home. Then they're sitting at dinner, and the mom sees this biggest road rash ever oh put God. on screen. That was like a oh, war wound. It was so That's big. terrible. It looks like she has gangrene. Like, <laughs> like, she didn't think, hey, maybe I should throw some long sleeves on so the mom doesn't nope. see it. Or That's another thing in this movie. They don't even, like, pretend to, like, hide stuff. No. Like, Although the main re- real person I blame is the makeup artist who had to draw that on her arm. Because it is huge. And then her it's explanation like the was something ridiculous. Where she's like, oh, I just fell. You know me, clumsy. I'm like, you I, yeah, I fell. Literally. I fell running 50 miles an hour. <laughs> on a dirt mountain. It's, oh my gosh, it's so, it's gross, legitimate. Um, and so then it cuts to, like, the next day, and brother tells mom that they have to go pick up some uh, parts this from- This whole scene from, well, yeah, is from tough. She hasn't cut her hair yet, correct? Well, we're about to see she has cut she her She has. Hair. But we're, we meet everyone's favorite motocross character, Jimmy Bottles. He goes uh, nowhere. I See, I expected him to no. have a bigger role, so don't hate me. But uh, he's like, we gotta go to Bottles' shop, pick up some parts for the bike. Great. So then we go to the shop- and we see Andy walk in wearing her wearing shades and like Back a hat. And I would say she looks like hoodie. good as this like boy character. She's still she does, way too yeah. small, but she does look nineteen and not fifteen. I literally was like, "That's an adult woman." Um, but I was like, "She's making a pretty convincing man," but she looks nothing like her brother. Like they don't no, have the same nose, eye. Like she doesn't really look like her twin brother. Nor, that, nor does she really sound like him. She no, just, she just no. kind of she, like she just kind of affects a general like. Also, dude. guys, J- Jimmy's not exactly Sherlock Holmes. Guys, yeah. like, that's <laughs> do fine. motocross racers speak like surfers? Because everyone in this movie does. Look at that. I literally said, I guess motocross people talk like surfers. He did write that down, yeah. They're like, yeah, bro, that's really sick. Like, you got that bitch. Obnoxious level. Obnoxious level. I would them, honestly. I mean, I don't know. I think they're kind of meant to be kind of bro y. Yeah, but she just kind of affects a general, like, bro, like, deep voice, like, what's good? Like, not really trying to sound anything like her brother. And she goes in and talks to Bottles, and it's like, and he's like, how did you get here? So honestly, I'm not going to do this whole scene beat by beat. It no. goes on so yeah, goddamn long. It's like, who's on no. first? We'd be here for three yeah, hours. It's, so it's, long. And it's like, okay, here's the, here's the basic breakdown. She says, uh, he's like, hey, you got here super fast because I need you need those parts. Like, oh yeah, parts, but I need boots. But then actual Andrew comes in and he's like, wait, why are you on crutches now? And he's like, what are you talking about? I just got here. Guys, they're both in like the store. Parts. They're both in the store. And he gets getting and keeps in a shop guy's confused because yeah. sometimes he's on crutches and sometimes he's not. Sometimes he wants boots, he doesn't want boots. Even though these are two clearly very different people. Jimmy, well, Jimmy Bottles is also apparently legally blind because he's like got glasses on and he's like they're smudged and like he's still looking through them and can't see anything and like he, they make a joke about it later that he just cannot see anything and it's just a really dumb long scene that goes on for too long. But, 
So Andrew and Jason discover her hiding in the changing room of the shop. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, uh, I'm you. I'm you. Yeah. And he's like, this is crazy. But they hide it from the mom by, you know, hiding her away, whatever. Which is something I did not remember about this film. I didn't realize that she was trying specifically to impersonate the brother. I thought she was just trying to impersonate a guy to no, race. But she's, yeah. she well, is she meant to She has to, yeah. Well, yeah. But, well, no. I mean, she could sign up as just a... I guess she doesn't have to be her brother. But because at this point, she's just like, I'm going to race and then you'll switch off. Yeah. That's the plan right now. That changes later, but that's what they're going for. I have after this, like, it's when she's in the in the towel and, like... Yeah, this is the scene where she's she, in the towel. And she's, like, acting weird and her mom's like, oh, well, eventually I'm going to find out. I'm like, yeah, she has super short hair. You're going to find out tomorrow. Yeah, when you yeah, fucking see her. Cause... How was she expecting to explain that to her mom? She should have, like, done, like, faked, got gum in her hair. So I was like, what is your fucking plan? Well, because it's, because it's the very next day is, like, she's like, I'm going to the mall very early with Yeah, which Kelly means tomorrow. at, like, 4.30. Yeah, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, so... I will say, the mom anymore. is very pretty. This is just yeah, a non-sequitur. I, she's I, very I like beautiful. The mom sure. I like the mom. I like the mom in general. She's a good Oh, actress. the mom is my favorite she's character. She's a good actress. She's a good my character. My mom... The mom makes this movie for me, and I forgot all yeah. about her, and now I'm obsessed with and her And I now. love the whole mother... Yeah, yes. she and Andy, like, relationship. We'll and get into that I, later, I when I'll talk about the part where I cried, but let's keep going. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, so her, her ruse is that, oh, she went to the, she went and bought some new clothes today, that's why she spent $300 on boots, and she's saying as clothing, she got a new look that she can't wait to see, she'll go to the mall tomorrow. Then we get a scene where the mom approaches Jason in the shop and is like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, I'm not gonna cave, but yeah, I am gonna cave. Oh, sings like a canary. Sings like a canary. Jason sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then we cut to that morning, and she's like loading her bike up on Bottle's truck. She somehow got that blind bastard in on this one. <laughs> and he, he's like, hey, why do you need my help with this? She's like, shut up, let me get the bike on. And the mom comes out and is like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the mall doesn't open until 10, you silly bitch. Uh, what are you trying to get away with here? And she's like, well, you know, I, I don't know. She's like, get the bike off, Bottle's go home. And he's like, no problem. I'm about to disappear from this film. Did you know that the mom's name in this movie is Geneva? I yes. never picked up on that. Sorry, I'm yeah, they said it a few times. No, I picked that up at, like towards the it. end when he says like, "Oh, come on, Geneva." Yeah. And I was like, "What? Her name's Geneva." <laughs> I kind of like it. And then so then they're in the kitchen like talking about she's like, "I can't believe you're trying to get away with this." And like, and I was yeah, secretly. I was kind of mad with the mom here. Yeah, and then I kind of like the scene. Yeah, with she and Jason. Yeah, so she just like she she just is like. Just whatever, go cool yeah, off. She's, she's like, girls don't race. I was oh, like, yeah, she, what are you? Yeah, she says, she says, it's just not done. Which was Which very old like, timey. That was very, yeah. like. It's most yes. unorthodox. Yes. Is someone uh, going to come call on you? It's just not done for a woman to go out down yeah. accompanied. I was like, what? Who on talks? a motorcycle. What I, well, what, that's what I was confused by. Is like, so is there no, like, female motocross, like, at all? I was going to bring that like, up. Like, there, like she, says, she says, it's just not done. And I was like, so, like, are you worried? Like, there's. Like there's there's not a league, there but also like I feel like it's not a sport that needs to be. Uh, Every gendered. sport has both, right? Like well, no, sport? like there's, there's no like female NASCAR league. I'm saying I think motorsports you can. Yeah, because it's not like technically it's not your body. It has nothing to do with yeah, your body size or like weight or any. It's just you're on a fucking motorized yeah, vehicle. About biological differences. Everybody can grab a throttle. Th- that's the thing. Is this movie fail? If this movie recognized the fact that female motocross exists, the entire purpose of it would crumble. I feel like true because. It's like a woman can motocross, and then it'd be like, Well, yeah, see, we have the league for them right over there. You should go sign up. But so Andy storms off, and then Jason's like, Mom, how come you won't let Andy?
any race. And she's like, well, you, you women don't race motocross. It's not done. And he's like, well, we were learning about female empowerment in school. Cool ass school in 2001. Yeah, women's uh, rights. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, this is and he's, And he said, school. my teacher says, there's not, there's no job a woman, a woman can't do that a man can do. Wait. There's no job that a man does that a woman can't do. And she's like, yeah, I mean, also, that's what true. Also, what class but is I don't this? Wanna... But okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jason's like 10. Yeah, it sounds like, so like I some can't... teacher had a bad day or just yeah, divorcing yeah, her husband and kind of went off on a tangent in the middle <laughs> yes, of math. exactly But I'm all for it. And then she, the mom just kind of dismisses the it. The mom and goes she's back like, to and folding she keeps her laundry, folding laundry. Which I took as a larger metaphor. There had to be a subtle message, right? Yeah. It was like, a larger pull, metaphor for well, a woman's places yeah. in the home. It yes. absolutely was. She's like, just go back to doing yes. folding laundry and stop thinking about feminism. That's absolutely what they're trying to yeah. say with that scene. Um, but then... On a dime, she changes oh, her mind. The very dime. next scene, she's all about it. She, she walks out to the garage where Andy is and is like, why do you want to do this? Is it because you feel guilty about hurting your brother or do you really want to do it? And she's like, which one's the one that lets me go? And she's like, no, 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 we're not talking about that. Yeah, she just says like, listen, I, you know, this is really important. I can, and I recognize that. So I, I, I want to be on this bike. I want to race. It's not because I feel guilty, basically what she says. And then she's like, could we still make it? And she's like, if we leave right now. And the mom's like... All right, let's do it. And they yep. pack up the bike and they get going. And this is where the mom starts to become the best character yes. in this film. Also, like, when they are walking into this motocross competition, I am nervous. I was like, fuck, I'm nervous. <laughs> well, you know what made me nervous is that, well, the first they get there, you know, they unload the bike. They make fun of... Yeah, dude uh, brought his mom. Carson brought his mom with yeah. him. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, and she goes to register. And what made me nervous is guess who pops his head into this film? Is it the dad from the poof point? It's the dad from the okay. poof point. I, thought, yeah. I didn't Google it, but I and thought his, it was. And his and his presence made me very nervous because I was not happy with his performance in the poof point. But he's barely in this film, barely. so he's fine. But yeah. he's he just is like, hey, I got to interview you because I yeah. got to interview all the writers. He's always then, on the phone. He's always oh, he's my, always, my, my boss. He's always demanding boss. Very she, she always just gets out of being interviewed because she doesn't know what to say because she's not Andy. But so she goes up to register for the race. And she, like, puts her hand on the table and a guy's like, hey, nice manicure or whatever. And she says something like nail polish and, like, reduces, Vibration the, reduces the rattle on the handlebars just... and, like, gives you more control. Grip. So, so false. So, it's some, not well, even She's funny. making it up. Yeah. I know, but, like. She's, it's bullcrap. I was like, I did, though, at this point, I was like, oh, I'm glad they paid off the nail polish thing. But so then she's like, yeah, I need that. And then she takes the thing, fills it out hands it to the person she's like all right cool and she's getting made fun of by this asshole whatever we never see him again <laughs> uh, but so then we go to the race immediately and you know she's on the starting line you know so they're they're talking about like the start of the yes, race is so important very important you mess up the start you ru- ruined yourself for the whole this race this was the I one thing thought, they taught me about motocross was that the start like, is very essential and I was like, okay, so she's going to mess up the start, obviously. They mm-hmm. wouldn't be building it up like that. Yeah, they're basically, if you don't get out of the gates right away, you're fucked. Yeah. And, and then, they're, they're also so dramatic, too. They're like, these racers, they can't even breathe. They're, yeah. Breathe. They're they, hard they're just pounding. I'm like, all right, yeah. let's take it easy. And so she, you know, they're lined up. The race starts, and she goes forward too much, and the starting gate, like, clamps down on her top wheel because it's, like, kind of like a hump thing that they have to, like, wait to go down before they go ahead clamps on our wheel she's got to back it out go forward and she freaking loses hard i know that sound i know it sounds weird i'm jumping to the end of the race but there's a lot of races to get through and there's not and how, what are we gonna about. say we don't understand the sport yeah. how am i gonna recap yeah. the race for you because i can't but so she loses she's yeah. in the, she's at the back of the pack the whole time loses she loses to a guy named barrett who i thought was gonna be you know her rival in this thing and irrelevant. he kind of is but yeah. he's pretty but irrelevant. we barely see him 
I thought Dean was her rival, but he's not even in her division. No, that's, no, just, no, 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 that's no, such no. a wasted opportunity. Why wouldn't they? I, Emma, you and I are on the exact same page. The what the reason is? Okay, well we're gonna get to Dean. Basically, what's gonna happen with Dean is like he's gonna teach her how to motocross professionally a little bit more, and I don't think they could justify why he would teach her that. If, if, they, they, were if they were in a competition. Okay. They, like, they work yeah. out this deal. Yeah, for my She's the Man watchers out there, it's the, the same thing. It happens that She's the Man. He helps her be better at motocross if she helps him get with this owner's daughter. Uh, but so speaking of Dean, he enters the narrative now. He is, you know, guys, she... for my ladies in the audience, smoking hot. Body <laughs> of a god. Like, he, like right now, right now, I would be like, okay, ugh. But like, in 2001... This dude literally was a boy man, boy band member. He has like frosted blonde tips, like so tan. Like he was mm-hmm. the beauty ideal in 2001. I'm sorry. He's literally a Calvin Klein model and 25 years old. I also uh, do yeah. want to say he's got a really cool name. Dean Talon. That's yes. a rad name. But he's yeah, he's a sick dude. He's, she wheels her bike back to her pit area and, uh, she you know, could bar- she could barely get her bike up there. Uh, that's later. Oh, is that but, later? Uh, okay. The mom's like, "Hey, you finished? That's you know all you really needed to do." And she's like, "No, I sucked out there, mom." Fuck you, mom. And then yeah, and then it cuts over to to Dean and his pit area, and like with like very unceremoniously, like guys kind of like, "Who's this asshole?" Uh, but like yeah, he's you know talking to his mechanic. He's like, guy yeah, guy comes and lasts or something. He's got all the girls because the mom's like, oh yeah, we did skip that. Stuff. that yeah, did you skip the nails thing? Because I was like, are we yeah, painting yeah. nails again? Yeah, I'm sorry. Before the first race, the mom is like working on her nails uh, at the pit area, and then a woman comes over and is like, hey, I chipped a nail. Would you mind if I like use your stuff to touch up or whatever? She's like, oh yeah, sure, absolutely. And then when they come back from the race, like all every girl in like a five mile radius is there. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, well, we all saw the work you did on her nails. We want you to do ours. Because, you know, stereotypical gender roles. And we all want our nails done. The girl there, I didn't remember. The girl, the first girl's really pretty. And I thought that was the other owner's daughter that the guy, I remembered that part of the movie that there's like another girl. And I thought that was her. Um, but it's not. The other girl's name is insane. It's like Fallon or something. No, no, no. It's no, like Farron. Farron. Which sounds like a goddamn Lord of the Rings name. Yes. And it, it was a very interesting I had name. to hear it four times before Farron. I knew what they were saying. Farron. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, so he sees Dean in his pit area, sees all the girls over it. Uh, his pit area is like, yeah, how did he lose? And his mechanic's just like, hey, some guys are magnets. Yeah, some dudes are magnets, bruh. And uh, then we see Farron Henderson walk by, and then he's like, you know, checking her out, looking up, and he's like, and the mechanic's like, dude, that's the owner's daughter. You can't be hitting on her. She's also, for everybody from the, who was alive during the early 2000s, she's wearing a giant, massive flower pin on her sweater, which is a good marker of where we're at in time. Right. Uh, but we also, like, as we touched on, Barrett and Talon are out, both work for Henderson, so they're on mm-hmm. the same team. Um, and Dean, not, I don't know. I, I, his name, last Let's name. Call so him Let's Talon. say Dean. Talon. Talon. Yeah, Dean. Um, but so, after, like... I don't think there's another race in between. I think he just goes up to her, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Dean goes up to Andy and is like, hey. Well, no, it's uh, it was crazy because it was this crazy turnaround. They could have just threw, like, two more lines in and fixed. But the guy's like, come on, dude. She's the owner's daughter. You can't go after yeah. Farron. Like, what do you? What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> they didn't say the F word, but you know what I'm getting at with my impression of this random side character. He's like, she can't go up to the owner's daughter. And then they're looking at... Andy and they're like and he's like some people just got it man what can you say he's got game for days 
you should go over there and get some tips on how to hit on Farron. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you just told him to not hit on Farron because yes. she's the yeah. owner's daughter. And you said that was a bad idea. And without missing a beat, he's like, hey, how about you get over there and she'll tell you how to hit on Farron. I don't know why I'm doing Jersey Boys now. Yeah, no, it's almost like his sidekick like said something, was on, yeah, like had uh, his position on that and then just and completely, then for- completely forgot about it. Yeah. Completely forgot about uh, it. I think there is a race in between this and I think it's Dean's race. We see Dean race and he wins because he's, Dean's you know, destroying free- the, he's, he's he is amazing. the man. He's and the also, god. He's also attractive and also Fallon, who is from a motocross family, the god of motocross. The man cannot lose, but he she cannot. hates him. Uh, but also, here's a fun fact. Hey, did you know that Disney owns ESPN? Because they shove an ESPN microphone on screen whenever possible oh. to interview these motocrossers. Yes. <laughs> it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, then after that, uh, he goes up to uh, Andy and is like, hey, you know, you did pretty good today. And he's, she's like, no, I did not. You did pretty good. And he's like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, and he's like, I'm amazing. And then, <laughs> I'm, I'm and, me. And, yeah. and, then, and then the girls, like, walk by. And what I thought this was going to be is him misunderstanding, like, why the girls were there. But then the girls kind of do, like, wave and are like, bye, Andy. And I'm like, yeah. so are these, like, so adult the women actually... that, they, that, like, they see says they're, like, 22-year-old spokesmodels or whatever. They're trophy they're actually, models. Like, they're trophy girls. models. Yes. They're, like, like those are actual women. Are they actually into this supposedly 15-year-old boy? 15-year-old boy. Girl, it's With a boy. girl. Well, yeah, but they don't know that Yes, but, but visibly, she's, like, 4'11". Yes, but I'm saying, why is a 22-year-old trophy model into a 15-year-old boy? I don't know. Is my, what I'm saying. But so he goes up and he's well, like... Well, his mom crushes it with the nail department. That's, that's all I'm yeah, looking for in yeah. a man, you guys. I don't get age, gender. I don't discriminate. As long as his mom can give me a rock and Manny, I don't give yeah. a fuck about anything Well, we, else. Al- we also see the mom studying, starting to study the oh, motocross yeah. rules. Mom, she, I love the mom. Oh, yeah, this. This is, said, at this point, I'm like, this bitch is up I'm to something. I'm all in on the And mom. I was like, I wonder if her knowing the rules in depth is going to come into play later in this Yes, film. it does. I wonder if we're going to have an air Well, she also does like a great little mom thing where she's like oh I just want to you guys chat like I just want to finish my book like it's getting real good and then instead of like it's like a romance like mom book and then on the inside of it you can see she has the motocross rule book so Dean is like listen uh, well, she also, Andy sees him, like, you know, trip over himself for Farron or whatever. And he's like, so, yeah, you're in love with Farron. And he's like, how could you tell? And he's like, you're an idiot. J- Jimmy Bottles could see. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> could Bottles see could see that you're in love, that you're in love with They don't girl, say Farron. that, do they? No, no I wish. No, that, I, I wish. wish. But, uh, you guys you know, both yeah. said it with such confidence. I was like, is that a line <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> no. But no. Uh, so she's like, you're obviously in love with her. Which is crazy because they never talk. Like, he's just in love with her because. because yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, she won't give me the time of day. So what I'm thinking is you got a lot of potential. Uh, there's something you got, like, I bet you're, you're the best racer on your home track. So is everybody else. You just need some skills to, like, race with the pros. And then you definitely will do really good. You got great potential. I'll teach you those skills, even though it would mean you'd be in direct competition with my teammate. Show me how to get these ladies uh, you yeah. have attracted specifically and, Farron, and and yeah, and she's like, so yeah, specifically Farron. You're right. You hook me up with Farron. Basic deal is, I will give you these pro strats if you will talk to Farron for me. Work some of your magic for me is what yeah. I need from you. And she's like, that's really nice of you to offer, but I probably won't be here. Like, I won't finish this. I won't be here tomorrow. Whatever. Yeah. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then the mom comes in and she's like, that's about the cutest boy I've ever seen. And then she gives a good line, which is, well, if I wasn't the second cutest second boy, cutest I might boy, have a chance. Like- 
I also just said this mom knows what the fuck is up. She knows that she's she into knows. him immediately. And is then so, doing everything to, like, make it happen for her daughter, who's dressed as a man. I'm like, mom, yeah. you're about to lose your house. Like, it's about to get, like, repossessed <laughs> by the bank. Maybe focus on something else. Yeah, this romance is a little obtrusive to the narrative, but it's not terribly Oh, annoying. I'm not saying it's obtrusive to the narrative. This is the only part of this movie I truly cared about. Uh, yeah, I'm I can tell. I thought it was a little obtrusive. As a character, it's like, I don't know why the mom would be so concerned about getting her teenage daughter some action, but I'm happy she is. Well, the other thing she's trying to do is she sits the, she sits Andy down and is like, uh, you know, when I was your age, I was singing in a band. The second your grandma found out, she shut that down real fast because I guess she was very anti-music Bands. in general. <laughs> She's, do you didn't know that the mom grew up in the Footloose town? Oh, that, yeah. They, that they touch on that early. <laughs> yeah, that made, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's a surprising crossover, but I don't know how I didn't see it coming. But I, and you know, I met your dad and we had you great kids. And I'm, I'm totally happy and fulfilled in my life. But I can't ever help but wonder what would have happened if I uh, had gone stuck with it. And so I just, and I told, I promised myself that I wouldn't deprive my children of doing something they wanted to do. So if you want to keep doing this, I will stand by you. We won't tell your dad because she gets a phone call from the dad, I think, too. And she just doesn't tell that dumb bastard. I was like, you lie. Slip my mind. It is just like Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I was like, mom, I love you. Just like Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, the mom's in on the secret. That's because they all acknowledge their husband sucks. (laughs) Why is she marrying this guy? Geneva, that sassy minx, is like, "Mm, forgot (laughs) to tell him. (laughs) You know how forgetful I am. Fuck that dude. Like, I want a sequel to this movie where Geneva leaves this man, hooks up with a hot younger motocross driver and then starts her own band in a bar in nevada like ricky in the flash <laughs> uh but so she's like listen do you really love what you're doing and she's like yeah mom i know i can beat these guys i just you know need the skills and she's like all right you and i can do it together we won't try and sneak your brother in like we originally planned and she's like awesome so she goes to dean and is like dean you've got a deal i'll talk to your girl you teach me some stuff mm-hmm. and he's like rad uh, after we- dean's friend of course says let me be the first to salute your superior babe magnetism <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah he also gives her a tour through like their uh, official like professional uh bus where he's got all the gear and stuff and which we is see Barry dumb again, and who's serves just- no purpose except for us to know that the owner doesn't like other team people doesn't, people yes. in there that aren't and, and again we see we, barrett gets one of like his two lines which is don't worry he's no yeah don't worry boss he's not competition which again i was really hoping barrett was going to be a character he's not no um, but so yeah they've agreed to this deal and uh we're gonna go to break so keep your motor running folks we'll be right back Bye. They go out into the desert to start riding their bikes. Uh, well, we don't see the desert first. At first, we just, you know, see them carving through the dirt and everything, like all the other motocross scenes. And then they stop, and she's like, hey, the track is like, you know, two miles back or whatever. And he says, no, see, the thing you got to know is that you're so used to being on your home track, you got to learn how to adapt to different terrain. So we can't let, we obviously can't practice on the main track because, you know, cheating. He doesn't say that, but that's the blood. 
Uh, but so you need to be able to, you know... Adapt to the changing landscape. You need to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you go off-road, off-road. Yeah, you need to let the wild of nature train you. So, you know, we see them, you know, carving up and down her training or whatever. And then we get to the scene that we need uh, to talk about the most. Yeah. Guys. So they they pull up on some kind of oasis in the middle of the desert. There's a just a mirage of a lake in the middle of this desert. And he she's like, "Wow, it's beautiful." And then he says, "Well, we didn't come here just to look at it." And he just rips his shirt Guys, off. This is how <laughs> you knew this dude was not 15. He is a man. I you guys need to take the reins here because would this be anything you would ever say to your male friend you were going swimming with? No! This is an exceedingly no. homoerotic scene. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're like, playing they're in like the water. They're, like, playing no, no, in the water. No, before they even it's... get in the water, he rips his shirt off, turns back over his shoulder, like we're in, like, a Giorgio Armani Sauvage ad, and is like, hey, come on, take your shirt off. Who the fuck says that to their friend? Someone who is bisexual <laughs> and wants to see their friend without a Like, shirt I would never, on. like, be like, hey, are you coming in? Maybe I would ask my friend if they also wanted to swim, but I wouldn't be like, hey. Yeah, like, oh, you want to swim or something? Yeah, you want to yeah. jump in? I'm it, a little hot. We didn't oh, come, you do we didn't Carson, come here just to look, look at it. Yeah, we didn't come here just to look at it. You didn't come here just to look at it. I'm like, what, what did we come here to do? Thinking, Dean? Fuck? Uh, <laughs> it's one of the most sexual scenes I've ever seen in any Channel original movie. Like, we could do a whole podcast about this scene in itself but we need to move on uh then after this exceedingly romantic homoerotic whatever you want to say erotic scene extremely andy goes to the hotel where how the hell do you say her name i've already forgot Farron. 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 i also love this weird 80s hotel they're staying in yeah it's yeah. so 80s they're all living in this yes. weird weird very 80s looking motel in it's, Arizona. it's like they're it's like they're living in the commercial of a hotel from the 80s um, but so she bumps into Farron ex- accidentally, it's obviously planned, and, like, tries to strike up a conversation with her about, like, and super obviously steers it towards, you know, what she's looking for in a guy and how she feels about Dean. Classic gag. And she, and Farron is, like, super obsessed with shopping and, like, rich stuff and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, that really is the personality they give her. You're not, it's, like, rich things. And she's like, well, you know, I'm looking for someone who's not always in, like, track gear or jeans at the bike Basically, uh, yeah. I want, like, a wealthy dude kiss my ass. Yeah, like. which, is, which, is, which, is, which is weird because like, they kind of try and... It kind of seems to be... Farron kind of seems to, like, glom onto Andy a little bit. Like, just kind of be like, oh, he's different. Like, there's something yeah, about that's it that like I'm That's, like, the one thing they tried to do but didn't really fulfill, which would be make her more sympathetic of a character than just, like, an asshat. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of try to be, make it like she's just surrounded by racing all the time and she's like annoyed by it. She doesn't want someone like all they can talk about is motocross racing, which like I get. I wouldn't all so want that either. So it's not necessarily she doesn't want a motocross but also that's, like guy. It's more she just doesn't want like a stereotypical It's not well done, this, this no, personality trait, but they try to make it sound like I want someone who, can talk, someone who can talk about something more than like a tailpipe. And I think she's sure. impressed when like he talks to her about shopping or whatever. And like, her perfume. And, and the yeah. perfume. Yeah, but that's, that's Twelfth Night right is that like the girl pretending to be a guy falls in love with the guy and then a girl falls in love with the guy she's pretending to be right like that's what 12th night is yeah and it's it's the same love triangle though too because like the guy that she's in love with is in love with the girl but then she ends up in love with the fake boy yeah and they could they cut her involvement with uh andy which but they set it up but they don't pay it off uh, but so then we cut to, you know, her at the track, like, trying to avoid Dean so she doesn't have to tell him that uh, a 
Farron's super not into her, him and his whole like vibe. But of course, you know, he just rolls up and she's like, listen, she's super not into you. She doesn't want a motocross guy. The guy she wants lives a step away from the mall and drives in a foreign car. Yeah. And he's like, I can be that guy. And like, I gotta be that guy. Yeah, and yeah, I gotta give this channel credit here. I like they quash the whole change yourself for the lady. Yeah, like, she, they whoever. do address it. Like, I appreciate that. Because in any other Disney Channel original movie, it'd be like him trying to trick her that he's rich and yeah. like all this stuff. Instead, they just go with you. You aren't who she wants, and you don't want to like pretend to be who she is. So just give up. Yeah, but they do. They totally change his wardrobe, and they change him a little bit, but it's not like full on. Like we're gonna trick her into thinking that you're the guy she wants. It's just like, hey, we're gonna engineer a scene where she will want to spend time with you. But you are right. They they do kind of go in that direction. But so I have here like it kind of cuts to the next day, and now she's like doing well yeah she i think this is where she finishes like seventh and yeah. which is way better and like even andrew's impressed they call him and uh and then she like goes to the hotel that and night. dean's like very much cheering around yeah. like, like yeah, a boyfriend really would do. Or, or, any, or, or anyone like again not cheering on the guy who's yes. on his team i mean very like, much like an endearing like they are basically I, dating was, at this point yes <laughs> he cares yes. about her a lot yes her a lot hear him yes uh uh, but so, yeah, he's all bummed over his, you know, burger and fries or whatever. And she's like, listen, man, you got to get over it. Like, there's no point in dwelling on this. She's not going to be into you. And he's like, yeah, you know, I just feel bad or whatever. And so then she goes and talks to the mom in their hotel room. And she's like, this so is you where want? I had a moment where I started crying because this is really the mom's like <laughs> this one. Yeah, it was really cute just because like I like how the mom and her are like genuine friends. Like she comes back to the hotel yeah. room and the mom's like. Oh my god, so what you want is the guy that you like to, like, be with this other girl. And she's like, well, I just want him to be happy. And she's like, oh, you got a bad... They're having this girl talk. Yeah, the mom's like, you want to give up the guy who, quote, wants to work you until you can't get out of bed? That's a real thing he says. He says that about practicing motocross. But again, I think that maybe these script editors... Well, that's what he said. That's what his mouth said. What did his eyes say? Yeah, true. Let's take it there. But I also think a script editor at the Disney Channel could look over lines once or twice and maybe read them out loud to a friend before they make it into a I, said, I was cut. like, s- someone was lazy here. They just bit. didn't even pretend. Which is to say the script is bad. But but the point here that I'm trying to make is that I really like the mom and the daughter. They seem like genuine yes. friends. They're like yeah. confiding in each other. She's telling her mom stuff. They are the strongest part of I the feel film. like too much of the Disney Channel and children's television in general is like parents are like this opposing like domineering like scary force and like you and it's all like don't get up into too much trouble while i'm gone and they never tell their parents anything and they don't they're not like close like i don't i don't think we see enough positive daughter it's also because the parents are usually dead as well yes the, or they're usually. dead usually one of them and this yeah. is an alive yeah. mother who is there for her daughter and like talking to her and i got a little teary-eyed when they were like sitting on the bed together just having this girl chat because i think it is important to see in media do you, do you do you think there was a writer on motocross who in the writer's room was just like you know we don't have a dead parent maybe we should have a scene where dean talks about his dead mom and then have it never be referenced wait in the film dean's again. mom is dead <laughs> no, no no i was just saying oh like suggesting God. that I'm Just sure it was that. brought up. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Is it's like, like in like Ring of Endless Light or whatever. Or yeah, Dean, or, 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 nowhere, nowhere or Ultimate Christmas Present, where they're just like, we're gonna have a scene where he talks oh, about their dead parents the and like, Christmas. never oh. bring it up again. Like, I feel like there had to be one writer who pitched that, and they were like, why would we do that? That's pointless. But anyway. But so she's like, yes, I just want him to be happy. I, I, I care about Dean. I want him to be happy even if it's with Farron and not with me. Plus, it's not Besides, like she can be with him right now yeah, unless because he I, comes out, which yeah, or, or like she soon. reveals herself. It's a whole tricky yeah. situation. But she's like, well, I don't even know how to get them together. And then the mom goes to the door to sign for a package and she calls the brother and she's like, hey, can you 
uh, overnight me those in sync tickets. Well, he calls that I got. her as saying, "Hey, you're gonna miss this concert," and he, she's like, "Oh, right, right. wait, just send me those overnight them." Yeah. To- and then he, she goes and tells Dean, "He's like, listen, I know I said it was hopeless affair. Wait, guys, I you miss it." The mom goes and gets a package, and it's. Oh, right. She's like, yeah, Carson she's like, racing I thought this jacket. team is Carson Racing, but like, you're the only one out there repping the team, and yes. she has a Carson Racing jacket and a little whiteboard. So the mom's now like the track coach who's mm, like coaching yeah, she's, her. They say, they say she's like running the pit or whatever. Yeah, it yeah, was so, it's so very, cute. It's very cute. She like, she like whips the jacket out, and she's like, I'm yeah. on the team now. It's great. This Again, story, relationship this is, the story is basically Geneva got her groove back. Like, this, but <laughs> it, she has the biggest character arc out of any else in this movie uh but so then she goes to dean's like hey dean i figured out how to solve the farron situation yeah, even though farron's totally not for you you guys are totally different like it would never work like but you don't want to be the guy she wants i'll still help you i, out I, here. I, I, like, I got an idea yeah we're gonna so force this then one. it cuts to uh but so she's then we cut to a scene oh that is, can we talk about dean's <gasps> pants oh yeah can we, can we talk about pants. dean's turtleneck oh can we talk God. about dean's turtleneck <laughs> He looks like Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. For this NSYNC concert, for this NSYNC concert, they have him in black pleather, shiny, yes. shiny, mm-hmm. like a mat you would cl- like have at a crime scene. So black and shiny, it's almost a garbage bag. Tight leather pants and a tight, tight black turtleneck. He looks like Derek Zoolander, and it is fucking hilarious. I have never seen a greater third act twist in the history of cinema. This, Those pants were the greatest surprise in this plot to me. I was like, oh my god, what? Uh, but so... She engineers this scene where, like, they get off the elevator. He's like, she's like, no way, bro. I'm not going to in sync with you. Like, even if your tickets are fifth row. And then Farron's standing in the lobby and she's like. You have in sync tickets? You have yeah, fifth row seats yeah, in sync And he's like, she, and, and, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's trying to get me to go with him and, like, convince me that a couple of their songs are actually okay. But no way, bro. And she's like. <laughs> You have it, tickets? I would love to go. And she's like, oh, yeah, you could come. Like, uh, she's like, mm, but I told my dad I'd meet him here. And she's like, oh, I'll tell your dad uh, that, you're, that you left. Not a yeah. big deal. And she's like, okay, let me go change into my concert, concert outfit. Why does she, she have prepared. a concert outfit? She just, yes, she just that's what I said, too. <laughs> and then Dean's like, nice. How'd you set that up? And then he's like. Oh, I and, left and, a message. And then, but also, like, yeah, she didn't tell Dean, like, what was happening. She's like, we're just going to get off this elevator and just roll with yeah, it. Yeah, what, what did she have to gain from not letting him? on the plan. I, I, I like that she didn't let Dean in on it. I don't, I don't know. know. I just thought it was weird. Like she said, she was like, "Yeah, I called the hotel and made them leave messages that the dad wanted to meet him. The dad's not coming. Go get that girl, bro." So they go to the concert that night, and then we go. We cut to tomorrow. We see Dean and Farron holding hands. They've gotten together very quickly. Very at concert. quickly. Uh, she sees that and she's like, "Whatever. Let's just go race." She goes and races. She does. I think she. This is the one she wins, right? She wins. And she then wins gets third overall. And we. This is what we're saying. This is what we're saying that there's like a point system. Yeah, but what does that third overall mean? Well, she lost twice. Well, got seventh once, and now won one. So now what she's they, in third place with there's points. There's like. I think they're they're just separate heats, right? And they're races. I, I dude. I don't know. Guys, man. we could talk circles around this all night. There's. I don't understand the rules of this sport. And basically, how many she's in. Are. She's basically in and like to third place. To be completely place. honest, it really doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Matter. But she's in like third place as we and she's like walking back with her trophy and she's and like awesome then, like I didn't think we do this well. This motherfucking we lump see of shit. The dad. <laughs> then we see the dad. And like, here's the thing, they see the father and she immediately goes, "Oh, we're dead. We're yeah. done. We're dead." 
The dad's just sitting there. Because they know. They're like, oh, do you think dad would actually be, like, proud of his daughter? Absolutely. For winning. She just won a race against professional motocross riders at 15. They also really poorly try to hand wave away the fact that, like, the father didn't call at all to, like, say he's coming home now and where he's going to meet you. Because they say, like, no. Andrew mentioned that earlier in the movie. They say he'll just show up with a new rider and not tell anyone. I was like, that's not how you be a husband or father in any way. Trust me. Classic dad just never calling us are giving a shit he'll just show the fuck up whenever yeah but so they walk up and they're just like hey dad and he's like all right let's pack the truck up we're done here yeah we're done and she's like i came and i'm in third overall and he's like great you can we can talk about it at home because we're going home right now although they said they set that up like she's leaving early but the next race is in fact in a week so they're not really like crazy for going home correct but uh she is like packing her stuff up visibly holding back oh, to yeah. i literally Dean, said i was like don't Dean let him see you cry off. bench you clear you <laughs> glorious talented hoe don't let him <laughs> see you cry you did it and like she's trying so <laughs> this is good acting guys i was feeling her trying not to cry in front of him she, and it was again, so she's hard. good she's, she's, she's a good actress dean rolls up not a care in the world his dick swinging happily between his legs he's like yo <laughs> my girlfriend Farron, you did it bruh we're apparently girlfriend and boyfriend after going on one yeah, day a few hours yeah. like you killed it great job also great job on the track you beat my teammate super happy for you man glad those lessons paid off she's like yeah thanks you know i mean i'm probably not gonna get to compete she's trying day, so. so hard not and to it, cry and, and he's so happy and it takes him so long to realize it's a wrong, goal, dude, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't like, let these guys see you. And he, but he's just like smearing happiness in her face. And he's yeah. like, I, I'm like, read the room, Dean. So she's very visibly shaken. And he's like, Dean's not super bright. Yeah, he's yeah. not. And so he's like, hey, whatever's going on, you gotta bottle that up and he's let like, that choke explode it down. Later Be down. a man. <laughs> because, because you can't let these guys see you cry. They'll like know you're weak or something. There's also a scene earlier where she likes hugs Dean and he's like, whoa, whoa, bro, calm down. And he, she's like, yeah, sorry, you know, we're huggy family, so whatever. He was all about stuff in that uh, mm-hmm. Oasis, though. Yeah, he wanted shirts off in the Oasis, but then we can't hug um, at the track. Also, also, this is just a note I made here. In terms of dads that we've seen, like, the films we've watched, do you think, did you dislike him the most, or did you still well, like Dylan, Eddie's dad? Well, Dylan, that question will be answered in our next episode, where we will once again do the DCOM Awards, where we award... Uh, trophies to the best and worst parents okay. and whatnot. What a I great guarantee plug, you, Luke. I guarantee you, he will be on the list. He's a, he is definitely, he is running a great camp. If he was looking to win an award ten years he's later. Got, he's he's got Iowa and New Hampshire in the, in the back. <laughs> in the primary, he's polling well. Yeah. He's polling uh, incredibly well in the primaries. But so, they go home and he's he's pretty angrily chewing Yeah, out. the exact line I wrote down is he goes, I would be the laughing sock of the race yeah, because he says this like narcissistic asshole. Support your fucking daughter. I not support your fucking daughter. I said she's saving your dumb motherfucking ass. And that's true too. It's not her job to yeah. save cars and racing or whatever the hell this thing is called. It's she's, she's doing fucking this doing for it you. for you. He that's the point he does make that I was kind of like okay I get why he's mad for that is that he says if they find out that you're impersonating a racer 
you'll get disqualified and, and it'll like ruin Carson racing more than that help was it. a point. Like, that was a point. He had a point there that it gave him one point. But then that's the moment where I had the thought. I was like, I wonder we saw in the scene where she registered, she and registered under Andy, Andy yeah. Carson. I wonder if that's going to play a factor. And I won't go there, but I called it anyway. But so he's tuning her out and Andrew comes in and he's like, Hey, lay off Andy. She won. She's a great uh, motocross rider. Just because you are being a dick. Like, doesn't mean you should be mad at her. She stepped in for me. She's been saving this family while you've been off gallivanting in Europe, not telling us your whereabouts. So lay off her. And he's like, whatever, I'm not talking about this. No one ever really wants to talk about issues in this family. Whatever, like, hard things about, they're just like, we're not talking about this right yeah. now. It's weird. But so he goes downstairs and tries to have some ice cream, and the wife just, like, closes the lid on him and is just like, no ice cream this for you. This was a weird bit they did that they, yeah. they didn't really draw that much attention to, but she does close the ice cream, put it back in the freezer, and then as they're talking, he takes it back out of the freezer. And then he goes to Jason. Well, no, she talks to her for a bit, and he's like, I can't believe you do this, like, behind my back while I was gone. And she's like, it was a good idea at the time. And I was like, hey, Jan- Jan- It is a good and idea. I was like, Geneva, stand your ground. Idea. Stand your yes. ground, Geneva. You were in Yeah, the she right. was falling back into her old ways, and I was like, Geneva, you've grown so much. Don't do this. You got your groove back so and then she's like listen you're being kind of hypocritical because i know you're all scared about the dangers of motocross but the fact that you're letting andrew do it and not let uh andy do it mm-hmm. is pretty messed up you're being a real hypocritical yeah she just lets him stew on that and then he looks at jason like am i being hypocritical and he's like i don't know what that jason's like i'm 10 i'm seven jason's age yeah. all over the place so he can build a fucking engine but he doesn't know what the word hypocritical means and he yeah. knows about women's rights but he doesn't know what the word hypocritical means and i thought that this was gonna be his moment the dad's moment of realizing his mistake. No, it's not. And no. turning a corner. You still no, got plenty more to go. Then we still got Renee Cartier. Renee Cartier. Renee goddamn Cartier. Wee oui, wee oui, bitch. And this is also like a definitely a Canadian dude doing a dude doing like a Pepe Le Pew I, impression. Well, no, I, don't th- I don't think he's in any way French. No. I think he's just Absolutely not. French or speaks French or nothing. He's doing He's doing accent. like Pepe Le Pew. But so we cut to the next day. Andy's wearing uh, girl clothes again and whatnot. And she opens the door, and this dude's standing there, and he's like, oh, hello. And she, like, reaches and kisses her hand, and she's like, oh, listen. You're the beast. Oh, won't you pull up a chair? And then the dining room finally possessed. And she's like, listen, we're all good on Tupperware. Go away. We don't need you to sell us anything. And then she goes to the brothers and, like, there's some weird guy, but he grossed me out. He, like, kissed my hand. He's a freaking weirdo. And then he knocks on the door Yeah, would she say we have enough Tupperware or something yeah. Yeah. like that? And then she's like, and then he knocks again, and then the dad comes, and he's like, oh, Renee, you made it. Great. Uh, and then he's like, guys, this is Renee Cartier. He's going to be racing because I'm a horrible hypocrite, and that mm-hmm. moment I had to myself meant nothing. Are there moto? cross racers in Europe. I'm looking it up now. There actually are. There are like I, actual I, I feel like I feel racers. like it exists. I feel like it I I haven't heard anything about it. It's still it. mostly an American thing. There are some French racers though. I I, I literally think they were just like, uh, Europe. We need, and like, we need a French asshole. We need like a, yeah, we, we need, need a, a French, French stereotype. Asshole. And, yeah. Why not make French him exactly. German? Go with the rest of the world's conventions and make the villain German. No, the French, French assholes are kind of a stereotype too. I think it's a, think, it's a better, it's a better racing like stereotype. Bobby. Yeah, like yeah, Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. But yeah. also I will say this again, I, I like this movie. I think it's written pretty well. I think this is such a weird thing to throw in at the end. I would have developed Barrett as more of like the jerk hole racer than just throwing us Cartier at the last like 20 minutes. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me, but it's not terrible. Uh, and then we just get a bunch of scenes at the home of being like him practicing and being an asshole. And they, they like recognize the name and they realize it's from mm-hmm. a motorcycle magazine and that he got kicked out of like five European teams for unsportsmanlike conduct. But what is unsportsmanlike conduct in a sport where you can throw people off the We're track? We're not sure. 
Body I, slamming is murdering them? Do you have to murder them? I don't know, but uh, we do, yeah, that is mostly what we see him do, like knock people down. But apparently, that's a legal move. Like maybe he's like a dick off the track or something, and like cussing them out or something. I don't know. But he's a dick basically, and he's a dick to the family. Like the dad's like, listen, you just gotta let him settle in. He like takes over Andy's room, and he's really rude. That to the, that scene where he's laying on their her bed reading a cheerleading read, magazine. Yes. Literally looking at like cheerleading. He does Those like girls a are, like thirteen thing. on yeah. the cover. I'm yeah, like, he does what that the thing hell? Where he like lifts it horizontally yes. so I can like see the lady. I was like, is he like... about to beat off in Andy's bed looking at thirteen year old cheerleaders? I I was astounded and disgusted by that scene, and I was shocked <laughs> that Disney put that in there. Yes, uh-huh. that's what I was, I was like. Do they actually? put that magazine in his hands mm-hmm. during that scene. Like, they did not get uh, where that was going. But yeah, so he's just like a dick. He doesn't respect Jason and being a good mechanic because no. he's seven. Which, honestly, I'm on his side on that one. If you told me, this is our ace mechanic with yeah. seven-year-old this son. genius. Yeah, can I have the experienced motocross rider do it? Who knows? Any, that's like, fine. Like, that's that's fine, but he's still a dick about it. And like, he, and he but he still doesn't respect Andrew. Like, Andrew's like, I told him to like ease off while, until like the carburetor yeah, gets set or whatever. Yeah, he says he wants Andrew to do everything for him, but he doesn't even listen to Andrew when he's direct. It. No, no. Yeah, and then he he's blows like, the he, top he ends all some, the time. Some nonsense. He's just a dick to everybody in the family. And then in, nobody and likes then the him. Kitchen, and, the and then the kitchen scene where he's like tells Andrea basically she belongs in the kitchen. She's yeah, like, that was terrible. I was like, oh, and my she sprays God. him with the sink, which was good. Yeah, because yeah. she's because she's like washing dishes. And, and like, again, ah, the, you have you have realized your place in the hall. And again, the dad is just Team Renee. Fuck my daughter. Fuck my family. The whole family hated him. Renee, can I adopt you, please? Because I hate Andrea. I She's hate everything a about my see family. Next Tuesday, hard. Um, they go to the race. So after, so, yeah. So after being an asshole, they go to the race, um, and they, you know, get all set up. And he's, you know, still being a dick and to everybody, he's a jerk. But they do the race and they win. And, but also, this is where like the this is where the illusion starts mm-hmm. to crumble a little bit. Where like Andrew has to pretend to be Andy. And, uh, like, she's like, oh, this, like, you have to pretend to be me, by which I mean you, like, et cetera. She puts like, a helmet on is. her brother, and, like, yeah. she's like, you have, to pretend to be me. you have to pretend to be me pretending to be you. <laughs> pretending and, to be you. And pretend like you know this guy who's walking over, even though you've never met him. And so yeah. Dean comes over, and I was like, I so fooled to God. He, they better address with the fact With his girlfriend. That, with yeah, his with girlfriend. the girlfriend. I was yeah. like, they better fucking address the fact that she looks identical to the guy, correct? <laughs> I was like, they better address it. And there is a beat where he, like, is, like, kind of weirded out. And he's like, oh, whoa, like, you just look like a lot like he's your like, brother. Hey. He's, no, he, no, he goes six to midnight immediately. He's like, oh, that's your sister. Mm. So, I mean, identical she, like, to you, but a girl. All, so yeah. I don't have to think about my feelings anymore. Yeah, he's like, exactly. oh, that looks a lot like the boy that I was, like, uh, all in on last week. Uh, but so they, Renee does the race and he's actually really, really good, even though he's an asshole. But then like he kicks Bartlett out off the field and he like breaks his arm. Wait, is it Barrett? It's Barrett, Barrett whatever. Yeah. Barrett. Uh, I was think I don't know. Barrett, whatever. Kicks Barrett off the field and Barrett like breaks his arm. And they're like, oh man, what a dick move from Renee. Well, he still wins. Totally because, like, legal. Because totally there's no, no he wins. Rule. He wins. There's, there's no rules in motocross. And like, uh. They interview him and they're like, "So how how does it feel like to fill in for an- injured Andrew?" And like, yeah, that that's like that's like how they got him on the team is they're like, "Oh, Andrew, like old injury flared up or whatever." So I was cool here, but there's gonna be some changes to the team makeup that are I feel like you just can't do in the middle of a race. Okay, also guys, at this point, I would like to signify this interview as a time where this movie's plot 
kicks it into overdrive. Yeah. Things start happening now so rapidly. So I almost broke so my neck trying to keep rapidly. up with that. Yeah. And again, it's not bad, but this is, I feel, I feel like the third act in this film could have been a little stronger for sure. I mean, literally they pulled, it was like eight minutes. They pulled like mm-hmm. everything very together fast. at the so, end. Very fast. So he uh, gives this interview. Henderson, the guy who does Barrett and uh, Dean's team, like kind of approaches him. We kind of see him go up to him. Uh, and then freaking Andy goes over to Dean's tent as herself and talks to him yeah, a little Dean, bit. Yeah, and Dean's Dean is digging just, her. Dean's Dean like, oh, she says like shit about pipe. She's like, yeah, open up that pipe, and then yeah. that'll just like take the exhaust. Dean, and he's like, yeah, Dean's like rock hard about her talking yeah. about pipes. Yeah, and, the, and, and Dean's, Dean's like, like, I feel like I know you. We're like, dude, no shit. She's identical. Can, she's the same face and hair. Yes. She had. You can see her breasts. That's, That's it. Yes. That's it. They have that scene, and as she's over by his tent, she sees. Renee and Henderson come out and like shake hands or something and she like runs up to him and say, hey what were we talking to Henderson about he's like oh I just wanted to see how a real team does things Henderson agreed to show me around he's like I know, I for, know a for a fact, fact Henderson, Henderson is a dick do and don't because we saw that one thing. five second scene before where he said get exactly. out exactly and then the dad rolls up and he's like, hey, 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 what's all this about? He's like, your daughter's look, accusing yeah, me of like, some kind of shaming deal. And he's like, uh, I, we have no evidence to think Renee's doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better apologize to him, man. He needs to be on the top of his game if we're going to win this and going to, you know, keep our house and everything. And I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> and and <laughs> she's like, I don't have to work anymore. I am not apologizing to that asshole, whatever. She storms off. And then Stan uh, goes and talks to the mom. And the mom says, you know, like my grandma used to say, if it barks like a dog and sounds like a dog, or smells like a dog, it probably, probably has fleas. fleas like a dog. But so, she, but so this kind of plants the seed that, like, hey, Renee might be the asshole here, and you're this being kind of the, the asshole. Seed that Renee yeah. might be yeah. the asshole. Yeah, we've yeah. known that well, since you know, days No, one. In, in the fa- in the father's head. In yeah, the father's oh. head. yeah, um, yeah. The mom's like, you know, maybe maybe you're the asshole. And the dad's like, what? <laughs> and well, and maybe the asshole? ponder this. Maybe you're the asshole. <laughs> Yeah. But so then he goes over to like talk and he sees them arguing and Renee is like, listen, you shut your trap. And pushes her. And pushes, pushes her. her. And he's like, no, well, he also says like, no one's going to believe you that I was like talking to Henderson about something serious or whatever. Pushes her. And then he's like, hey, hey, Andy, are you okay? Guess what, bitch? You're fired. Go back to France. And then he's like, whatever. This team is a joke. Your whole family's a joke. Bye. And then he's like, are you fine? She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. I made you apologize to that guy. Yeah. And then this is this is supposed to also, be his redemption. Also, like, I'm glad scene. that it takes f- someone physically abusing your daughter for you to finally pull your head. I, this out of guy your was so ass. bad it's though that I remember the first time I watched this and I saw that I was like, I bet the dad still sides with me. <laughs> A little bit. I wouldn't have put it past him, my dude. <laughs> they go off to some part of the woods near the track, I guess, and have a walk. And he's like, when me and your mom were having kids. I wanted us to have a girl, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "You, you wanted th- you to have think a girl women so you can do things? like shit? Like I don't get it." <laughs> and she and he's like, "Well, when I was racing, I saw a lot of guys get hurt, and I didn't want my kids to do that." So I wanted a girl, so that wouldn't be an issue. So that his his he's still predicated on the fact that women can't race motocross. That's where that belief still comes from. Yep. But then I had your brother and you and you know Andrew messed that up. But I was like, oh, you're the one I can count on not to get hurt, you know. And they try to tie it to the fact that he doesn't want his kids getting hurt. But it re- and Rand is like you know daughter getting hurt. But it really doesn't work. The guy's just a dick. First of all, you wanted a daughter so you could treat her like a second class citizen. Great. Number two, they are, he's talking to the mom after the dog thing, and he's like, she goes describe your 
daughter. If you could describe oh, yeah, your daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. how would you describe her? And he says beautiful first. And I said, don't say beautiful first. Creep. No, and no one does say that it first. third, like a normal person. Beautiful. Yeah, what smart or smart, like gets talented. along with just about everyone. And then, and then he says gets along with just about everyone. And then she's like, okay, so take a step back. If she gets along with just about everyone and she doesn't like this French twat you brought in, maybe... You are being the asshole here. And then he was like, oh, now that I've had it explained to me like a child, I can understand (laughs) women. And so he runs into the woods to where he sees the French trot waffle pushing his daughter. (laughs) And then he jumps in. But but again, this is meant to be his redemption, but it does not work. He's just the worst. No, he's still Just the worst. But so they reconcile and the dad's like... All right, uh, get that bike off the truck. We are ra- we're racing. And he's like, what? I thought you fired her name. He's like, oh, no, we're getting Andy up on that bike. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, now, the, the da- now the dad's all like, I can't soil my good name. We got to win this. Yeah. We got to so, get that f- funding. That yeah, money we need for that. my house. We need, we, yeah, we need, <laughs> to, house we need to, you know, eat. <laughs> So we need to eat. Uh, and so he's like, "Oh well, I didn't put the thing. I I didn't put the, the motor top, back into the race top, bike. The top top head off the practice bike back onto the real bike because he blew it during the race. I don't think I have enough time to do and it." And then Jason comes around the corner, Jason. spinning wrenches. Thank in his God, hand. we've like, learned multiple times that he is going for a world record and doing this exact thing. He's he's balancing wrenches on his fingers, spinning them like fidget spinners, just like get ready, bitches, <laughs> let's do this. He's the LeBron he, of mechanics. Yeah, and he's just like he puts the he does it real fast. He's amazing. Like, she nah, gets nah, 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 nah. she gets her suit back on, a racing suit. We get her gear up. See, and also he does she it in gives time. the mom go, tries to give the dad the whiteboard, and she's like, "There's only one person running this pit crew," and the mom gets to still run the pit crew. Well, yep. yeah, he says, "Why break up a winning oh, team?" Oh yeah, because he recognizes. <laughs> That they are the strongest part of this film. Also, they switched uh, Renee's 109, which is, 109 as a number is it's bizarre. A, it's weird, yeah. And the, yeah, it puts Andy's. But the more important thing on. about Renee, so in like the couple Five hours that he got fired, yes. he, he is signed completely yes. on with Henderson. I literally said. Barrett is out. He is fully on Henderson's team. And this is what I'm saying. I feel like in a professional competition, you cannot change teams in the middle. But the more bizarre thing is yes. in that time, he's stolen Farron away yes. from Yes, that's what I said. I said, hold, what? I said, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, Dean was with Farron. All in love. Now she's just with Renee. And Dean's just like lagging behind like, yeah, you know, we're just different. I'm like, bitch, five minutes ago. <laughs> I said that so relationship fast. fell apart fast. It burned bright and flamed out just Fa- as quickly. Farron works fast. Farron no, works the second, fast. The don't second sh- he f- touched her with an ooh-la-la, she was like, bye, bitch. And Renee works, works even faster because he got a job That's and a girl in about 30 don't seconds. Don't you ever call the French lazy because that no. motherfucker got a new job, stole someone's girlfriend in about 30 seconds of plot time. And this I, is, I this think is what when I, Renee started going after Farron, Dean was like, I'm, I just can't stop thinking about that Oasis. I can't <laughs> I got chemistry. I gotta have me some of that, whoever that was. And then he says, by the way, (laughs) was your sister seeing anyone? You You just broke up with your your girlfriend five seconds ago. He's all about Andy. He's all about it. Hey, your sister looks a lot like you. Yes. Do you think (laughs) she would be interested (laughs) in maybe Elias? It is, it's. 
it's an interesting storyline. And this is, this is what is, I'm saying. It's tough. Is to that you. this is why Renee does not work for me? Is that the fact that he shows up in the last 20 minutes, is on the opposing team, steals the girl in the last 10 minutes, and is suddenly her main rival? Yeah, that was like no. Not, now it's now it's Andrea versus like, just, just put that on Barrett. Make Barrett the bad guy. I don't know why we needed this random but, Frenchman. Yeah, he's so again, unlikable though. In those like 15 I, yeah, minutes, I know and he then, does yeah, a lot with what he's given. Yes. Yeah, and again. The movie is good. The plot is fine. The third act could have been a little bit stronger. Uh, she goes up to race, and they freaking go at, get at it. And I wish I could describe some of what happens, but then Couldn't they tell race. You. They they're, race. They're, they're they're neck and neck for most of the time. And there's one there's, turn coming they, they, up, they, and her mom like writes on the whiteboard, you know, watch final turn. Like the mom yeah, also or, has patience written on the whiteboard, which I was like, thanks. Uh, well, it's better than you go, girl, which she also put at the whiteboard. At when one point. she was racing as Andrew, yeah. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> And so, basically, like, the big dramatic, like, moment of the race is that on that last turn, they're, like, neck and neck with each other. And so clearly, she, Renee's so, gonna so, try to, like, body slam her. Yeah, so she, like, Holds uh, back. is, like, the, she breaks and, like, yeah. right turn, and he flies off the track, and she just, like, goes, freaking wins it. She launches over the checkered flag with her arms yeah. in the air, and she did it. She won. She beat the French asshole we met ten minutes ago. But so, they, we go to the winner's circle. Oh, yeah. They, they got the interviewer, like, Renee comes up, and he's yeah. like, that was a dirty trick. It was a trick a girl would pull. A trick a girl would pull. And first of all, I was like, Renee, you literally broke a man's arm in the last race. Why are you calling it a dirty trick? And then they're like, that's a little harsh there, Renee. And he's like, oh, really? Is it? Ask Andrew. And then Andrew gives the worst like, what are you talking about? I'm nobody. I'm definitely not Andrew. And then two seconds later, he's like, uh, he's right, I Yeah, the dad's like, like, yeah, I give it up, kid, we're bone. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Andrew. And then the ESPN guy is not shocked at all. He's like, so if you're Andrew, who's this? Yeah, yeah. He's not shocked no, by no. this revelation at all. I like this interviewer, though, because then when, like, it is revealed it's Andrew, he's like, so, Andrew, how does it feel to be the first yeah, he's, female? He's, 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 he's all it. in on the storyline, so, and I love yeah, it. So he's Renee, a professional. He's not yes, going to miss a, a goddamn yes. beat. But so, yeah, Renee blows the whistle, and he and she, you know... Uh, does he? No, he doesn't take her helmet off, right? No, she. No, she, she takes it off. She knows the jig she is t- up. She yeah, takes she. It so, off. Yeah, so she takes her helmet off, and she's like, "I'm An- An- Andrea. 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 Carson. I'm his sister." Yeah. Dun dun dun. And then Henderson runs in real quick, and is like, "Well, she's disqualified, you know." And then a freaking Geneva Carson. Yes. The hero of this film. That the, I, look at, her I wrote the book exact out. same thing. I said the mom is the hero of this film. She's like, actually, I just read the rule book. Again, there's no rule in here that says a girl can't race. It's an Air Bud type situation. And he's like, well, how about the fact that she registered that you have an unregistered rider? And then I... Well, they have raised, the same name. And I raised my head well, in victory when she us, said... we were shitty parents. <laughs> When she said she registered, <laughs> my husband Edward was a lazy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> she registered under Andy Carson, short for Andrea. She is registered, and then the, and then that's when the ESPN guy goes. So Andrea, how's it uh, yeah, feel? Immediately. I was like, well, yeah, right out of a beat. That absolute man is a trained yeah. journalist. She she is here. <laughs> she, we are all good. And I called that Dean, twist. And so Dean, Dean Dean like takes pissed. this personally. Which Dean, I get a but little. Like also, Dean's working uh, through some things, guys. He doesn't know how to feel. Just let him have it. Exactly. He's, Dean has to be feeling a lot of things. Also, it's like, yeah, I told you stuff. Like, I really, you know, confided in you. I trusted you. I get where he's coming from on this. You get where both of they're coming from. I think he's more mad that, like, he had the wool pulled over his eyes totally. But yes. at the same time, she couldn't tell him. So so he runs off, and they're interviewing her. And then the interviewer is like, 
Uh, so, uh, Dad from Poof Point, whose name I forget, you're the spokesperson for this company. Are you going to honor the race and give her the sponsorship, even though she pulled all this? And he's like, uh, well, we're going to have to, you know, review. And then freaking La- Laverne from Scrubs is just like, I'll handle this. Yeah, she, she shows up. She's like, everybody, never everybody, move, everybody move the fuck aside. This yeah. is my show. I'm the VP of this company. And after everything this girl did, after impersonating her brother, after kind of sort of forging a registration yeah. form, there is no way we are going to let her sign with anybody, anybody else. Anybody else. Anybody Get else. her on this And team. we're going to sign the whole Carson I'm going to commit to that right now. But in case you didn't know, uh, in case you're not familiar with Scrubs, Laverne, she's a woman, so she's like, oh, yeah, girl power, solidarity. That's part of the reason why she did that. Then she's like, yeah, we did it. I saved our family and our company. Woo! And then so we cut to the garage at their mm-hmm. house, and then the mom's like, the check came in for our sponsorship. We can hire a 250 rider. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. And that's still great most people throughout this movie are still kind of confused. What is the difference between 125 and 250? I don't know what that is. I just know that Dean's a 250. <laughs> yeah. Dean rides 250. And she's like, actually, we got a guy outside already looking to apply for the job. And she's like, oh. I did think it was weird. There's no conversation. Like, he's like, hey, by the way, like, that was weird. But, like, you know, I like you. Like, yeah, nothing. Well, then, then, this doesn't get but resolved, I want which is you. upsetting. He's outside and he's like, hey, I heard you got a position open for a 250 ride. And she's like, well, I don't know. Do you think you can beat me? And he's like, beat you. And he's like, yeah, 12 laps. You win, you you stay. And he's like, 12 laps? You got it. And then it's just like, you see a single shot of them being like on the bikes. Like, yeah. And the fact that it's 12 laps, is that a reference to the fact that this is 12th night? I feel like it was. That's or is it a motocross's 12 laps that I don't know? No. I, no I don't know. I don't know. How many laps are in what? a motocross race? Anybody know? Uh, but that's motocross. I thought it was pretty damn good. I, I like this one. This, oh, yeah. This is a very solid motocross a lot. This, what I mean, it's been a little bit more invested had I known how motocross worked, but other than that. But yeah, I think I think it's I think I it's know. one of Disney Channel's most solid sports decoms. It's very good. But yeah, so that's the film. Uh, we do have a tagline this month, an official one. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's pretty bad. I do not like the tagline for this film. 2001 was a rough year for taglines, I feel like. The tagline of Motocross is, When Andy stepped in, an extreme sport, ellipses, became an extreme adventure. Uh, Emma, do you want to start? Yeah, I got it. It's already in top of mind. I I was going to say, I think I'll probably have I'm thinking about it for my entire life. When Dean stepped into that oasis, I got (laughs) horny and scared. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very good uh, I, I was just gonna say Dean just fuck him already yes <laughs> Dean t- take a good look in that deep dark truthful mirror realize your own sexual identity yeah and just make yourself happy by going to bone town yeah take those pants down in the oasis and be happy with whatever you find there I just had more like moto cross dressing am I right but um yeah, it's bad, and I know isn't it. Isn't that anyway. supposed to be like? Is that the pun like crossed? Not crossed dressing, but like crossed, no. crossed. It I don't know. passions. I don't know. Yeah. What? She's cross in the middle. She's cross. She's yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not great. Um, but what would you rate motocross on a scale from? I don't know. Let's say one to ten. I would, would you... give this a nine you're good oh wow that's that's i really high liked it a... i guys i really yeah. liked it and it really I can tell. sometimes these are a slog for me and this was not i that that's generally surprising uh, i'm also going high i'm giving it an eight yeah so i would 
I would agree. I would say eight. Yeah, I, me and Dylan. The mom crushes it, though. That's true. Yeah, the mom was the true hero of this movie. I would like to give her an award somehow if I had any sort of clout. That's pretty Definitely. high, honestly. Yeah, I'm I mean, genuine, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised. It, I think for me, it has a good nostalgia factor because this is one that I do remember watching and liking, but then I hadn't seen it in forever, and so it was like reminded me of my youth, but then was also like held up pretty well, which is like always a good good combo of like nostalgia and like it being a genuinely okay movie i just find i just feel like nine's a surprising number for you because i feel like you genuinely either you generally either go like 10 immediately or i would have given it a 10 had i just learned a little bit about motocross sure yeah (laughs) um but yeah so that's our ratings that's our taglines all that's left is to discuss what film we're going to be watching next month I picked this one, so it's your turn. I remembered. Well, yes, that is indeed correct. Uh, But also, next month is our two-year anniversary. August is our two-year anniversary. So, much like uh, last year, we really want to kind of do something big, right? We got to do something. ah. Interesting. And I gotta say, and I just—I know, I know we generally say this at the uh, anniversary too, but I—I I gotta say we've really—I think in that year we've really grown a lot. I think we've gotten a lot of really great D comrades on Twitter and you know writing reviews of the podcast, sending us emails, and it really makes me feel like we're all in this together. <laughs> So join us in August where we will be Join us in August for a six hour long podcast which Luke will not speak (laughs) once and I will talk the entire time uninterrupted. Where we will be reviewing high school music. Oh my god, I'm literally shaking with excitement. I know, we've we've had a pretty musical heavy run the past couple months but uh, this this one just feels right. I think it's time. There's it's, no better way. It, this could be the start of something new, and it just feels so right to be, be there here with you. With you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Some might yeah, say that's, we're, that's, we're soaring. I'm flying. But, but that's what we're going to do uh, next month, guys. I hope you're excited. I hope you're mentally ready. I don't know if I'm mentally ready. Guys, I might I'm going to sing so much, and there's I might have to. to I promise you I will cut out all of Emma's singing, save you that uh, freaking torture. Uh, but I think it's, I might have to meditate on a mountain for a month to just kind of prepare myself, but it's, it's exciting. We're here. We're ready for it. Love it. Uh, but Emma, where could people find you on the internet? Um, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Stone Tyler. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king on Twitter, but you should definitely find D Comedy Podcast on Twitter, which is this podcast Twitter. So you can keep up when we're putting out new episodes and whatnot. We are going to release the My Date with the President's Daughter bonus episodes sometime in August, probably not July, because uh, I got a lot going on in July, too, because I'm starting a job. So, yeah, that, that's all bullshit. Come on. You, he's so bad at this, he so, just starts rambling at the end. <laughs> so keep uh, keep an eye on our Twitter page for that. Uh, Dylan, you don't usually plug anything, right? Has that changed? Nope. Can't Dylan, find me. Dylan oh. <laughs> only forms to record an episode of D-Comedy and then re-dissipates. Oh, yep. He's, I'll he's be a phantasm. Back at some point, and he, you won't he, know when. He's our phantom of the Megaplex. Oh, um, don't tease me like one. that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you so much for joining us, Dylan. I hope you thank had a lovely you. time. It was I lovely did. having you. Rate and review us on iTunes or oh, yeah. oh, other too. things. And uh, you should find us on audioentropy.com, a bunch of other great podcasts. I'm on them occasionally, so just keep an eye out for that. But I think that'll do it for us, folks. Join us for our anniversary episode next month. It's going to be a real banger. Bye-bye. Bye. DCOMs forever. Cheers.
What'd you say? Cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Dude, you're freaking me out. You know that? You're freaking me out. <laughs> What's wrong, Jimmy? All right. First, you don't have your crutches, and then you do. All right? Then you, then you don't have the boots, and now you want the boots. Uh, you know what? I forgot something. Uh, can you just save these for me? Yeah, help yourself, man. I just got a, got a new prescription or something. Uh. Grandma? Didn't you just... Didn't he just... Jason? Jason! Dude, what is... What is with this disappearing crutch trick, man? You're killing me. Oh, you know what? Fine, forget it, okay? Whatever, okay? Your total, it comes to 550 and 25 cents. How many parts did you order? $500 worth. Bro, the boots were 300 and boots. boots. I already told you, I don't need any boots. These aren't even my size. Oh.